Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Kai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of the space. Oh, Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone. It's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. And it's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time to look at the numbers with our man who does all the nerdy numbers over at JetsXFactor.com. That's why we call this show The Chronicles of Nania, because we get a window into his mind. Mr. Michael Nania, the co-founder and numbers nerd over at JetsXFactor.com. Thanks so much for coming on. As always, Michael, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. I'm actually enjoying the season quite a bit, the way things are playing out. Uh, Still five games to go to finish this thing off, but... Right now, there there's a lot to like about what the Jets are doing. And I would say one of the biggest things to like, without question, is Quinn and Williams. Week by week, he's getting better and better and better. In the words of Daniel Jeremiah, he was unblockable against Miami. Yeah, he, he's really taken his game to another level. And we've seen flashes from the beginning, like that game against San Francisco in week two. But he's progressively improved not just over last season but week over week throughout this season we've seen gradual progression set a career high with seven pressures against the chargers last week which we talked about and then he went out and had another seven against the dolphins this week so on the season now he has a combined 54 pressures stops and pass breakups that's tied for fourth among interior defensive linemen tied with Cameron Hayward and Chris Jones, and behind only Grady Jarrett, Stefan Tuitt, and Aaron Donald. So 
that's about as elite of company that you can possibly have at that position right now. So he's playing at a very high level in both phases. The run defense last year was good, but he's taken that up to a new level and made it great this season. Maybe the best at the position. He leads all interior D linemen in stops with 28 of those. Um, and stops are tackles that constitute a failed play by the offense. So a tackle short of the first down marker for a short gain. He's more of those than any other player at the position. And the pass rushing last season was mediocre, maybe below average. And he's taken it up this season to very, very good as pass rush grade at pro football focus at the 90th percentile pressure rate, 10.3% 83rd percentile. So uh, he's taken his game to an, a whole new level, and he's been a top five impact player at the among interior D linemen this season. Speaking of catching fire, Jordan Jenkins catching fire as well. Wouldn't exactly say he's becoming elite the way that it seems Quentin Williams is, but he has played a lot better the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and Jordan Jenkins definitely you know isn't a guy who you're looking for any sort of progression at this point of his career in his fifth season. Uh, we we kind of know who he is. He's a pretty average starter if that um but last couple of weeks he's really turned it on he's third among edge rushers in pressures over the past couple of weeks he had five against the chargers that was a season high and then he put up six against the dolphins that tied his career high so 11 pressures over the past two games that's very good on the season he's still jordan jenkins 39th in pressures among edge rushers with 26 of those his pressure rate 10.2 percent that's at the 52nd percentile. So he's still Jordan Jenkins, just an average player. But um, before these past couple of games, he was even more quiet, um, even more quiet than his usual standards. But these past couple of games, he's looked really good creating pressure off the edge. Another player who got off to a slow start but has crawled back into the good graces of Jets fans with his play at free safety is Marcus May. I think a lot of the reason that he got off to a slow start is because he was playing strong safety. Greg Williams was trying a little something different. Didn't work out so well. He's back at free safety, and against Miami, he continued to play pretty well. Yeah, back at free safety, May has been very good um, since moving back to the position where he's a lot more comfortable, played his first three seasons with the Jets Uh, against the Dolphins. He had two pass breakups, no catches allowed four solid tackles with no missed tackles. And PFF has him as the number two graded safety in the league since week six, which is when he moved back to free safety and tackling has been a big thing that he's improved at. He had seven missed tackles uh, through week five when he's playing strong safety and only one missed tackle since moving back to free safety. So he's definitely been much more efficient. And I do think there have been some plays. Joe Blewett has broken them down where May has been beaten for touchdowns, but been lucky to uh, for the past to not be converted. Not too many of them, probably two or three, uh, specifically in the Bills and Chiefs games, I believe, the second Bills game. But so he has had a few of those plays that he's definitely been lucky. But for the most part, I think even even accounting for those, he's been very solid back at this position. So I think he's definitely shown you that he is worthy of being extended, a guy who can you can feel confident about being part of your defense's core going forward. Could you feel confident about Harvey Lange being part of the defense's core going forward? Seemed like an absurd question early in the season, but he has played very, very well, played like a maniac again against the Miami Dolphins. I don't think he's a star. I don't know that I would give him some sort of long-term contract, but he is carving out a role for himself and might be a useful piece in 2021. Yeah, Harvey Lange is definitely, you know, 
burst onto the scene out of nowhere uh, with the Avery Williamson trade that put him into action. And, you know, he's been flying around making some plays. He's had some really good flashes. But I think at the same time, I, he's been making some mistakes that are kind of flying under the radar. There were some plays in, uh, against the Dolphins in which against the run in which he was uh, at the second level blocked out of the play to give up some big gains, uh, missed tackles. He has two of them in each of the past couple weeks, which is a pretty high number. Uh, and in coverage, he's definitely struggling too. gave up a touchdown to Mike Kosicki, in this, or not to Mike Kosicki, but uh, to Adam Shaheen in this game, but gave up a big 22 yard gain to Mike Kosicki in this game. So coverage, he has struggled a little bit. So I would hesitate to say he's been in the Patriots game, his first start. I definitely thought he was good in that one. But past couple games, I think he's taken a step back. But at the same time, you know, ex- expectations are as low as they can get. He really struggled when he's thrown in against the Bills in week one. But he, he does look much improved since then. And a guy who could potentially be a good backup or rotational piece for you. So I would hesitate to say he's been good so far. The past couple games, he struggled a little bit. But he, he's shown you some tools to work with. He's definitely a really aggressive player. His pass rushing is you know, really violent. He's made an impact. Uh, running backs do not want to block him right now. So he definitely brings some tools to the table and can is right now looks like a guy who can be a part of your defense as, a, like I said, good depth backup piece, maybe a rotational guy. Um, but at the same time, I don't think he's been great so far as a starter, but he's definitely showing a lot to like. Another rotational piece is Bryce Huff. I think a lot of us got a little too carried away early in the season when he was flashing, partially because we were so excited that a former guest of Cool Your Jets with Michael and Ben Blessington was doing well. Now he's sort of shown himself to be what he really is, which is somebody that's better in smaller doses. But that's fine because if you get somebody as an undrafted free agent who can come in here and be a decent rotational piece, that's good value. Yeah, and I think definitely a big thing with Huff that we're seeing this season is that he's doing better in smaller dosages. Against the Dolphins, he had three pressures on only 10 pass rush snaps. His playing time got cut down to only 19 snaps. That was his fewest since week six. Um, But in in these smaller samples, that's when he's really been at his best this season in five games where he had uh, fewer than 15 pass rush snaps. His pressure rate is 20.9% in four games where he had over 15 pass rush snaps. His pressure rate is 3.3%. So that's a massive difference. 20.9% is fantastic. That's extremely good. That's around the rate of even better than most of the best players in the league. And 3.3% is a pretty much unplayable rate. Um, so in the games where he's been able to get just a handful of snaps per game, he's been really efficient. But when he's been playing almost a starter caliber role, then that's when the pressure hasn't really been there. Uh, but, but like you said, he's an undrafted free agent. This is a tough season for those guys uh, without having preseason or much practice time. So for him to come in and make the roster at all was impressive. Uh, but now to be showing in spurts that he can be an effective situational edge rusher is a really promising thing to see. So if that's all that he becomes for you, a guy who you can give, you know, 10 to 15 shots at the quarterback a game and obvious passing situations, pin your ears back and go. He gives you a pressure or two. That's really valuable for an undrafted free agent. And, you know, even not accounting for that, every team needs guys like that who can just, you know, you throw them in there and passing downs, uh, you know, they're coming after the quarterback and you still can't stop them. And they give you pressure at an efficient rate. Uh, that's a key part of any defense that is good at getting out, getting after the quarterback. So 
right now that's Bryce Huff, I think, what he's bringing to the table. But he's still a rookie. So in time, perhaps he can maintain that efficiency and become a full-time starter. I think what he does in coverage definitely gives him the ability. Uh, he knows how to play the flat, feel out routes, know, be where he needs to be in coverage. So being able to do that, I think, will uh, allow the coaches to be confident in giving him more snaps, giving him the opportunity to flesh out his game over a larger volume. So maybe he does develop enough to where he can be a good full-time player. But right now, he definitely seems like a good situational player, which for an undrafted rookie is absolutely phenomenal. Very good value if that's what he turns out to be for the Jets. Certainly much better value than what they're getting out of their third-round edge rusher, Jabari Zaniga out of Florida. He's played four games, and to be honest, Michael, I don't think I've noticed him once. Yeah, it's definitely been a very quiet start for him, and he's barely been playing. He only had 15 snaps against Miami, hasn't even had 20 in a game yet, and over his four games, only 60 defensive snaps, which is less than the typical full game. So he's hardly even played a game's worth of snaps yet. But with that being said, four games, he has zero pressures, only one stop, has a missed tackle as well. So the same amount of missed tackles as pressures and stops, which obviously isn't good. So he hasn't done much of anything yet, but it's very early. So I still think it's worth giving him plenty of time to figure it out. Even if he continues this, the final five games, it's obviously concerning, but still, I think um, it's too early to, uh, for any rookie, whether they're good or bad, you don't want to uh, jump to any conclusions based on small sample sizes, but uh, definitely a little concerning that Zuniga has been this quiet so far. The Jets have a lot of guys up front who are doing some good things between Quinn Williams, Franklin Myers, Fully fought Akasi. Even Henry Anderson has started to make some plays the past few weeks. So um, the opportunities have been there. Zuniga not doing much as of right now, but still think it's worth giving him time. It definitely is worth giving him time, Michael, because as you said, he's a rookie and it's only been a handful of games. And remember, a lot of people were upset about Ashton Davis early on, wondering why the Jets would have picked him instead of a wide receiver because he got off to such a slow start. Now, he wasn't perfect in this Miami game. He did let up a touchdown, but he flashed again. And while he's still got some work to do, you can already see why the Jets thought so highly of him and why they think that he can be a really good safety for this team for the next couple of years. Yeah, Davis did give up the touchdown to Gasicki, 13-yarder, and it's a third touchdown he's given up this season, the third game in which he's given one up. So, um, But at the same time, he's a rookie. It's good to make those mistakes now so you can learn about them going into your uh, – learn from them going into your, you know, your second season and beyond. But other than that, he was targeted three other times. No, only one catch allowed for five yards, no first downs. And he also had a couple of pressures as a pass rusher, got some snaps at outside linebacker, had one play where he had a really nice spin move to beat the tight end uh, to the inside. So he's showing a really versatile skill set. And we didn't think that would be the play. I mean, versatility was a part of his game, but not necessarily in the box versatility. It was more in the back end where he was used in a lot of different roles, but Uh, He's been moving around quite a bit near the line of scrimmage, doing some unique things and showing uh, the ability to impact the game in a lot of different ways. So um, definitely a lot of things to work out for Davis and the production hasn't necessarily been there yet, but uh, you can see the tools and the number of different ways that he can help a defense. And it looks like uh, the Jets have found a way to where Mark, he, he and Marcus may can coexist with, you know, sort of similar to how may played with Jamal Adams, just may, 
manning the back end and then Adams roaming all over the field uh, beneath him. So uh, that seems to be working out right now. So it's promising to see that uh, the way those, those two guys are coexisting. Uh, I think you could feel confident about extending May and then building your defense with uh, Ashton Davis and Marcus May in the back end. So we'll see if Douglas and the Jets feel the same way. But uh, at least based on what I've seen, I think it definitely uh, you've seen and there's still five games left. But uh, to this point, I, I definitely like the cohesion between those two guys. Ashton Davis adding some youth and upside to that secondary, as is Bryce Hall. Now, he did give up his fair share of receiving yards when he was in coverage, but if you watch the game, he was very tight with his coverage, and there were just a lot of throws that were really on target and a lot of really nice catches, particularly from Devontae Parker. But overall, for a guy who was making only his second start in the NFL, very impressive. Yeah, and... And to be playing against Devontae Parker, matching up against him a lot, your second career start is tough. And he was hauling up against Keenan Allen and Mike Williams in his first game. So he's getting challenged, uh, definitely being thrown right into the fire. And I think he's been up to it. Parker produced against Hall. He had four first down catches against him on six targets, 58 yards. So good numbers. But like you said, if, when you watch them, Hall was right there on a lot of them. And Hall also had a pass breakup and the other incompletion was you know, created by Hall with really good coverage. So those catches were tight. Hall was right there. They're mostly good catches by Parker. This isn't like Pierre Desir and Bus Austin who just play off, give you whatever you want. Hall is definitely competing right now and covering very well. And when he was covering anyone besides Devontae Parker, he was uh, pretty much perfect. One for two, passing for seven yards and no first downs against everybody else besides Parker. So Hall's definitely, I'm impressed with him so far. There have been a lot of catches his way, but most of them have been very contested over these first two games against a really good competition uh, between the Chargers and the Dolphins. So um, I definitely am very impressed with what he's done so far. And the production will come in time if he continues uh, to contest passes the way he has. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Michael, as we shift to the offensive side of the ball, very impressed with Bryce Hall, impressed with some of what we've seen from Ashton Davis. But in terms of the rookies, Mekhi Becton is about as impressive as you can get. Yeah, and Becton, it's getting to the point where it's like him being one of the game's positives is just a given. We're like, yeah, Mekhi Becton, we sort of expect it. But that's just the consistency he's built. Uh, no pressures against the Chargers last week. Now only one allowed against the Dolphins. He hasn't given up a sack or a hit in any of his uh 
past four games. So Becton right now is playing at a very high level. We know what he brings in the run game, but for him to be this solid this early in pass protection is uh, definitely very promising because I think that's the biggest question mark most of us had. Uh, how is he going to hold up in one-on-one situations against NFL pass rushers as a rookie? And he has more than been up to it. So uh, very promising what he's doing so far. Only in coming back from the injury, he was a little rusty in his first couple of games back against the Bills and the Chiefs, but uh, seems that seems like he's healthy now and starting to get back to his peak form. Definitely a good thing that he's getting back to his peak form because with George Fant out, the rest of the offensive line wasn't so great against the Miami Dolphins. Now, Sam Darnold sometimes makes things a little more difficult on himself than they need to be. We were talking about that before we started recording, but this was not the best performance for the Jets' interior offensive line. Yeah, there were definitely some question marks, and I, I do think on the whole, like you said, Darnold, had, there's a lot of plays where he makes it seem like he's more pressured than he is because the ball should be out or he should be stepping up instead of running to the sideline. But uh, I, I think this was a decent performance by the O-line overall. Uh, but those two inju- uh, the injuries are at least on the right side to Edoga and Fant throwing McDermott in. And then at left guard, Alex Lewis isn't playing for a mysterious reason that we don't really know right now. But Pat Elfline started for him. And those two guys, I think, struggled. Two pressures and a holding penalty for McDermott. Uh, could have had a few more, but the Jets were giving him a lot of tight end and running back help in this game. Uh, then Alfine really struggled pretty overall. He was only tagged with one pressure, but similar to McDermott, there were a lot of plays in which he was beaten, but someone bailed him out, whether it was uh, Connor McGovern or if it was running back or tight end. So both those guys really struggled. Um, but in the middle, Greg Van Roten's cooled down a little bit. He had a good five-game run, which he was very clean in protection, but now two pressures in back-to-back games, which isn't terrible, but it's a little bit worse than average. Uh, and he struggled in the run game as well. The Jets only averaged about 1.8 yards per attempt on uh, four carries towards uh, towards Van Roten, the A and B guys on the right side. Uh, and then at center, you have McGovern, who did allow another two pressures in this game. He's given up the most among centers this season at 25, but he's it's been interesting with McGovern because physically he's been okay in the run game. He's looked pretty good. And in pass protection, when he has to block one-on-one, he's he's been fine this season. There haven't been a lot of one-on-one losses from him. He's just not picking up blitzes and stunts, which is very odd because it was probably his best trait last season, being able to pick those, uh, pick up those things and be able to prevent pressures in that way. But it, for whatever reason, it hasn't worked out. There's a sack he gave up in this game um, from a blitzing linebacker in which he just didn't see it and let it uh, c- let him come through unblocked. So that's been odd. But at the same time, he's blocking well in terms of just executing blocks in both phases. He's been good. And he, it does seem he's improving. PFF has his grade um, taking a step up from the start of the season since week five. He's the 15th ranked center out of 32. He was uh, the second worst over the first four weeks. So that is a positive, and I do think he has been improving. So, uh, But it's interesting what's going on with him in, from, in the mental part of the game because he was so good at it last year. But that is something that I think in time he should improve with, and, and we'll see. Maybe he doesn't, but... Um, it, he definitely has been blocking. Okay. It's just been the mental part of the game. So hopefully he figures that out. Maybe they move him over to guard next season and they look for a new center because he has played guard in the past, started out 
his NFL career there. So maybe they find a new center, kick McGovern over to guard, so he doesn't have to handle the mental part of it too much. Uh, but we'll see what happens. It seems like he's uh, definitely improving. That he can be a lot better with his pickups and protection. But uh, he's definitely been an upgrade, I think. Uh, the Jets definitely do need to hope, though, that he improves uh, in the mental part of the game. The offensive line, while it hasn't been great overall, it has certainly been much improved from last season, which isn't saying a lot, but it's baby steps. You got to walk before you can run. The only one that's been dominant has been Makai Becton, but it's nice to see somebody who's so young and was just drafted make an impact this big this early. And it's also nice to see somebody do that in the passing game like Denzel Mims, Boy, ever since he came off injured reserve, he has been a revelation. Yeah, Denzel Mims, is, it's so impressive what he is doing. And, and the biggest thing I, I want to see from him this season is I just want to see flashes of efficiency because, you know, expecting him to come right in and be the player who you project him to be long term, the best version of himself. That's rare to see out of a wide receiver, but the best young receivers in the league in recent seasons, what they've done as rookies is just come in and make the, make the most of the opportunities they do get. Put up high yards per target rates, yards per reception, efficiency numbers, making the most of their opportunities. And that's what Denzel Mims is doing, even with very bad quarterback play and very bad coaching. He's found a way to make a lot of big plays and he's creating it pretty much all on his own with incredible contested catches. So right now he is fourth among rookies in receiving yards per game, 56.8. He's third in yards per route run, 2.01. And he's only the eighth rookie in history to start his career with at least 40 yards in each of his first five career games as a rookie. So what he's doing so far, the consistency um, to be able to come straight in and be able to produce week after week has been impressive uh, in, uh, in very bad conditions, the least, probably the least favorable situation for a wide receiver to put up numbers in the entire league. So it's extremely promising what he's doing. He could hardly be setting, considering the circumstances, could hardly be setting a better foundation for himself going forward. And he's not the only one who's been making plays in the passing game. Brashad Perriman, who a lot of us maligned early in the season because he couldn't stay on the field, which is a good reason to malign somebody, especially when he's on a cheap one-year deal and you knew that he had a history of injuries anyway. It makes things really frustrating. But unfortunately, as we know, injuries are part of football. They happen every year. And as I keep reminding people, look at Adam Case's history. Happens all the time, no matter where he goes. Miami, here with the Jets, follows him everywhere. But when one person is injured because of someone else's negligence, it can be a life-changing event. And when that happens, you want a strong legal team fighting for you to make sure that you receive full compensation for your injuries. You want to be able to call your legal team whenever you want. You don't want your file to be on a shelf with hundreds of other people, and you don't want your lawyers to be afraid to go to court. Here's what you do want. You want the legal team at Faruqi and Faruqi. They give every client their personal cell phone number to call 24-7. They limit the number of clients they represent so they can give you plenty of personal attention, and they have a long track record of taking on insurance companies, corporations, and the government in court, and more importantly, they have a long track record of winning. Prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome. Learn more about them by going to nylegalteam.com. That's nylegalteam.com. And Michael, as I was saying with Perriman, the injuries upset people, 
Plus, everybody wanted Robbie Anderson back here, and he was lighting it up in Carolina. But ever since Perriman has been healthy, he has really started to make plays in the passing game. And as I was telling you before we started recording, you really get a sense of what Joe Douglas was thinking when he made that signing. Yeah, we're definitely seeing Perriman sort of get up to around the level that, even though Robbie Anderson has taken off for the Panthers this season, Perriman is right about where Robbie was with the Jets. So Perriman, uh, 79 yards in this game against the Dolphins. He's averaging 78 yards over the past three games with three touchdowns over that span. And on the season, he's at a career high 50.8 yards per game, which is higher than what Robbie Anderson was at last season. Uh, Robbie averaged about 47 yards per game for the Jets in 2019, or 49 in 2019, Robbie Anderson averaged for the Jets. So he's pretty much at that same level, even though he's been out, he's not been targeted when he's been open quite a bit. We talked about the quarterback play, how bad that is and how that hurts the wide receivers. But uh, we're definitely seeing the explosiveness is, I mean, is Perriman a legitimate starting receiver, number one receiver? No, I think we've definitely seen enough to this point to know that he's not that, but he's, he can make plays down the field. He has great long speed is has the size and length to go up and get contested catches. So, you know, after the season, I think the jets definitely should look for an upgrade as a starter on the outside next to Mims, whether that's Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay, a first round pick, whoever you can get definitely look for an upgrade there, but uh Perriman's going to be on the free agent market. Uh, bringing him back as your fourth option, I think definitely something they should explore. And, you know, we'll see if Perriman uh, is up for that or if he wants to go somewhere else, gets a better offer. But from the Jets' perspective, Perriman's showing you that he's a guy who's very much worth having around uh, on your offense, um, especially in situations where you have four wide receivers on the field. If you can go out next season with Denzel Mims, Jameson Crowder, uh, one of those guys I mentioned, an upgrade, uh, whether that's a first-round pick or free agent, Ambershad Perriman, that is not bad at all. That can be, depending on how high Mims can go, that can be a very, very good wide receiver core. So Perriman's showing uh, definitely what Joe Douglas saw in him uh, to choose him as the replacement for Robbie Anderson. Now that quarterbacks are, or the quarterbacks are starting to look his way a little bit more often, and he still could be producing more if uh, the ball has come his way more frequently throughout the season. Michael, last order of business, you just finished watching all of Sam Darnold's plays from the game against Miami. From watching it the first time on television, the impression that was left with me is that he got off to a solid start and then sort of fell off a cliff. Is that more or less what your conclusion was after rewatching every play? Yeah, pretty much. I think the biggest surprise was that his solid start lasted a lot longer than I thought it did. It wasn't necessarily only the first drive. For the majority of the first half, he was pretty good. He was scanning the field. He was, I mean, guys were getting open, so they weren't the tightest windows, but he was throwing with anticipation, putting the ball in good spots. But then the one mistake happened where he missed Jameson Crowder wide open on a wheel route for a touchdown and scrambled instead. That was with a little bit over two minutes left in the first half. And from that point on, it was absolutely brutal, completely canceling out anything positive he did before that the interceptions he threw inexcusable he had a dropped interception another potential interception that Mims broke up with a pass interference penalty and Crowder was open for a touchdown on that play uh he was and there were some sacks he shouldn't have taken uh it, he completely fell off the cliff like you said after a, a solid start if he if he continued doing 
what he was doing for, throughout the first uh, 25 minutes of that game. Uh, throughout the rest of it, it would have been his best game of the season by far. But uh, what he did over the final 30, 35 minutes of the game, second half, end of the first half, was some of the worst football he's ever played. So it was definitely a, a very stark comparison from how he started versus how he finished the game. It's all about how you finish, Michael, and that's why I'm glad we finished this podcast strong. Michael Nania of JetsXFactor.com bringing us the numbers every week here on the Chronicles of Nania. Thanks so much for coming on. As always, really appreciate it. You've got a ton of things that you're working on every single day over at JetsXFactor.com between you and Sam and Robbie and Joe. Great team over there with fresh content that any Jets fan would want to access all the time. So what have you got cooking over the next couple of days as we get ready for the Jets and the Raiders on Sunday? Yeah, I'll have a, a more in-depth breakdown of Darnold's game against the Dolphins. Uh, all the numbers that we talked about are already up. Um, studs and duds from the game and, and ranking the impact of all the players on the roster this season. Um, and also we'll be looking at plenty more Quinn and Williams and Mekhi Becton, which is pretty much a weekly stable, a staple now because they're so impressive every single week. Um, I think I'll have some free agent rankings of uh, some of the best players potentially available at every position in 2021 and some key numbers on them. Uh, so plenty of stuff coming out throughout the week. Make sure that you check out Michael's work and the work of Sam, Joe, and Robbie at JetsXFactor.com and follow Michael on Twitter at Michael underscore Nania. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and Turn on the Jets with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.